1: Now, you remember yesterday we spoke to female royalty in cliff diving. When we spoke to Rhiannon, we have the absolute king, but more affectionately known as the Duke uh, of cliff diving and the men's side of things, Orlando Duque. Very privileged to have him on the show today. Orlando, uh, welcome to New Zealand. How long have you been here?
0: Um, It's already been a couple of days, you know, after a really long flight, uh, (laughs) finally made it here. (laughs)
1: <laughs> Have you been to New Zealand before?
0: Uh, no, this is the first time. First time I'm here. You know, this is a competition we've been waiting for a long time. So uh, finally replica Cliff Diving is in New Zealand.
1: Yeah, because it's quite amazing that you've been a competitor and, and now you are the sports director of the Cliff Diving World Series. Um, it's taken a long time to get here, but what does that say to you about the growth of cliff diving?
0: Oh, you know, I, I mean, coming from competing to now being sports director, it, it is really nice to see how the sport has grown. You know, like how, what the divers, the, the difficulty of the dives being performed, um, how the sport has grown going into the international federations. You know, we're, we're now making hopefully our way to the Olympic Games. And uh, to be honest, like to come to New Zealand, we already had plans like four years ago and we've been waiting until finally we're here. So it's it's really nice to, you know, to be a part of that that whole process. You know, it's not just a separate um, moment when you're competing now as a sports director to, to work together with the whole team to bring the event to New Zealand. I think everybody's very excited. Uh,
1: the obvious question, and one you've probably been asked a lot of times, how did you start off like you grew up in colombia um i don't know if that's a well-known country for cliff divers uh how did you find the sport
0: um, well I, I i used to do diving you know regular diving in the pool yeah uh i like to flip upside down you know to the flips and everything just for fun i got into competition i like it but then let's say diving is like the same thing every pool looks the same everywhere you go with diving is the same And cliff diving is a little bit of a bigger challenge. You know, every location that you go is different. Every other uh, cliff that you find is completely different. So it was more like a fun thing. And then it turned into a competition and eventually, you know, to like a profession, to become a professional athlete and stuff like that. But it all came from me just liking to. Run and jump in the water, you know, to flip upside down.
1: You you've dived in some pretty bizarre places, Orlando. I, I, I saw on one of your bios that you you've um, performed in front of the Statue of Liberty. You've dived off in an iceberg in Antarctica, freezing.
0: <laughs> yeah, you know, it's 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 one of those things that this sport it really allows you to to explore a lot of things. You know, so when you look through the eyes of a cliff diver, um, you, you find all these really cool or very different places to dive from, you know? So had the chance to dive from a tree in the Amazon, from an iceberg, an Antarctica, helicopter from the Statue of Liberty. So, it, you know, you kind of have this different view. And then all, all I do is just walk around looking for places to jump from. Nowadays, kind of looking for spots for having a competition, making sure we can bring Red Bull Cliff Diving over there.
1: How do you differentiate? or What's the synergy between, like, obviously it is a sport, it is a high-performance sport, but for you, it's your life as well. Your relationship with the sport. Can you explain that to us?
0: You know, the the, the competition is a big part. You know, it's it's like uh, when you like measure yourself against the others. You know, you want to win. You want to be the world champion. You want to be the world series champion. So that's like one big part of it. But then the other side, you know, all this adventure, all this freestyle kind of thing, you know, I'm looking for places to dive. I'm looking for, for different locations to kind of be in contact with nature. You know, I just want to stand barefoot on a rock and, and, and and get that feeling, you know, it it makes you, you know, it's, it's like, it's like an expression of freedom. You know, Mm -hmm. you choose to stand there, you choose to dive, even though, you know, there's a big risk, you, you. You have the freedom, you have the choice to do that. It is it is really cool um, moment, you know, when you can connect yourself with, with what you're about to do.
1: I talked to Rhiannon yesterday, as I mentioned, and I asked her about Fear Factor, and she said there's fear there every single jump. So, how did you deal with uh, maybe a little bit of trepidation, um, but still be loose and relaxed enough to pull off these incredible, these incredible mid-air acts so far up above the water?
0: Uh, You know, it's like naturally you, 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 I mean, you have fear, you know, you know, it's high, you know, it's dangerous, what you're about to do. But when you get that feeling, um, what you do is like, you kind of take two steps back and you go like, okay, wait a second. I'm, I'm ready to do this. I prepare myself to do this. And then you kind of, uh, in your mind, you go like, okay, this is what I need to do. And then it switches from being fearful of what you're going to do like fully focus like it's a few seconds and then you just fully focus on what you're going to do everything is silent in your head next, next thing you you know you're in the air performing the dive already so there is fear I will say every time for myself personally every time there's fear but you get to click like one second to the next fully focus on the dive and jump it is, and it's really cool it's really nice to, to be able to, to do that switch from one second to the next
1: a, a lot of athletes who have been at the top for a long time, they say they want to give back to the sport. And boy, are you. Can you tell us about the programs you're running for youth divers to try and find a pathway for them? What, what's what's the nuts and bolts of what you're trying to do for the youth?
0: Yes, you know, I, I think throughout the years I've, I've managed to get so much experience. And together with Red Bull, we created this junior program that's called Red Bull Under My Wings. And it's basically, I'm taking... Uh, some of the talent around the world and, and bringing in the men and and having like a a personalized training with me, not only the technical part, you know, we kind of show them uh, what the life of a professional athlete is because sometimes the talent is there, but they're, they're not exposed to, uh, you know, how to talk to media, how you can present yourself, you know, how to create your brand, how to, how to, if, if, sports today is just beyond way beyond competition. So, we managed to create a really nice program and and um, and we've been doing two camps every year and, and it's awesome. Like right now here in New Zealand, there's one Canadian girl who was at one of my camps two years ago and now she's competing with the elite, you know. Mm. It's great to see that, that you can transfer that knowledge, that you can share that uh, experience that I've went through that maybe it was a little bit harder back in the day or maybe you have to go through a few more things, you know, but now we can just provide this to them and then they can take two steps farther and faster than what we used to do before. So it's nice to be able to do that with the younger divers.
1: So how long are these camps and, and where do the divers come from? Um, it, usually
0: what we do is one week and um, well, what I'm trying to do is I do for example I do one in the Americas and I do one in Europe mostly. That's, that's what we're trying to do. Uh, and then You know, we bring European divers to the European camp, and then we bring divers from the Americas to the Americas camp. And within one week, we do the the technical training, which is the bulk of it. But then we do, like, media training. We do a little bit of physiotherapy coaching. We teach them, um, you know, the the very specific exercises that you need to do to really progress things that we already know. And um, it it is very nice. We give them all these tools so it's not just – like I said, it's not just the technical part; just teaching them diving, you know, kind of showing them. They get to stay with us at one of the events, the Rebel Cliff diving events, and watch the the their heroes do the competition. So it's very inspiring. You can see in their faces when they're you know seeing the divers walk by, and and they're just fascinated by it. It's it's a it's a very nice concept, and and you know, pretty happy that I can be a big part of it.
1: Um, speaking with Orlando Duque, the Duke, uh, legendary cliff diver. Um, as a non Colombian, I see sports wise for Colombia very much football. You've got some very good uh, world cyclists. You've got an incredible women's long jumper. And we've got you, the cliff diver. Is there an appetite for the youth? Because I can only imagine how high regard you're held in your home country. Is there an appetite for the youth of Colombia to climb the cliffs and dive in?
0: Um, Actually, yes. You know, since uh, I I mean, I was fortunate to show the sport in my country and and, um, have some divers actually join in. And uh, right here in New Zealand right now, there's two Colombian divers that are going to be participating. And and that's kind of like something that I worked through the years. And they, you know, they really saw me training. They saw me preparing, uh, doing all the work at the pool. And they Slowly they kind of started following and now that I'm retired, they're continuing with the sport in Colombia. So that's really nice. Uh this year we're gonna have junior world championships and I'm working with some junior athletes in Colombia to making sure, you know, that the sport continues. I I I put the sport at a very high point in Colombia. So what I don't want to do is that if after I retire that the sport doesn't disappear, you know, to make sure that uh it's still there. And luckily we still have some divers now and Hopefully, we can bring some more, You know,
1: how did you stay at the top so long? Did you have a secret recipe? Did you like? It's not just about that three seconds that you're in the air. It's the weeks and the months of preparation and training. What? How did you evolve as an athlete to, to keep yourself at the very top for 20 years?
0: Um, you know, it's just it's just really wanting. You know, it. it I think sometimes people don't understand the life of a professional athlete. You know, you see the, the competition, you see the results, you see them performing really well, but you don't see everything that's, you know, behind the scenes. It's just, you have to really want it. You have to put in the time. Um, I was fortunate enough that Red Bull, my sponsors, they really uh, supported me in a big way. So as the sport was evolving and in sports in general, I always had the support. I always had the best team doing the best preparation possible. And that's what used to like help me uh, be continue being at the top. You know, getting there is, is hard, but to, to stay there for a few years is very, very difficult. But I, you know, I had all the tools around me, you know, every little detail, um, any small gain, it's going to count big time in the end. So you just got to make sure that you're doing all the work, that you're dedicating the time. And then the results are going to be there. But it's, it's not as easy as it sounds, you um, know.
1: Yeah, I think you stopped competitively 2019. Have you been up on a platform since?
0: Um, I, I've been up on the platform. I've done a few dives, but nothing like what I used to do. Now yeah. I just... You know, I just go and dive for fun. When I find a location or a platform that I go, oh, this is cool. <laughs> I just go up and do some dives. But now I'm enjoying, you know, I did so much, so much training, so much, so much time spent uh, diving that now I'm just like, oh, okay, if I'm going to dive, I'm going to just do it for fun. So, yeah, every now and then, you know, I put my bathing suit, I go up there and do a couple of dives, but <laughs> no,
1: no, nothing like before. <laughs> Are you still rocking the long here?
0: Oh, yeah, definitely. That's, definitely, it's the you know, trademark. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> exactly. That's what people know Orlando for. You know, the hair flying uh, as I'm falling. So yeah, the hair's still there.
1: <laughs> and finally, Orlando, the future of cliff diving. What what sort of road does it look like for you? And what would you like it to, to evolve into?
0: Um, you know, like the 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 biggest goal we have right now. Uh, it's hopefully the Olympic Games. It's not an easy road, you know, uh, the, the Olympic movement is 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 the ultimate for the athletes. I think everybody's doing a big job. Everybody's doing really good. Everybody's trying their best uh to make sure we put the sport in, in that position where the Olympic movement eventually says like, Hey, you know, we want you in here but uh, that will be the ultimate for us to to be able to go into the Olympic Games. Mm.
1: Brilliant! And actually, I said finally, I always think of another one: the, the Auckland venue. Um, hopefully, you've been down and had a look at it. What do you make of it?
0: Oh, it's very nice, very very nice. I like how they have integrated, like you know, the culture into it, but it has that feeling of like. Uh, when you're standing on that platform, even if you're at the port in Auckland, you you get that feeling of of you know you're being in New Zealand. It's very culturally appropriate. Um, cliff diving has this very nice, uh, you know, it can adjust to 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 that very tradition of of the local culture here in New Zealand. So it looks really nice. I went to the top, and you have a beautiful view of the city. You see the volcano. You see the the bridge. You see everything around. It is really nice. I think it's going to be a very good competition, and all the divers are very excited.
1: Well, Orlando Duque, we're very lucky to have you. We're very privileged to have you. Thank you for stopping by, and um, I really hope the weather stays good for us here. You have a fantastic time, and and, uh, we look forward to welcoming you back, but it's going to be an epic, epic weekend. Tens of thousands of people are going to go down and and support, so let's let's have a ripper weekend.
0: Thank you very much. I really appreciate it, and Look forward to seeing you on the weekend.